I'm your host, comedian Joe Ahmed, and this is Beating Walls Only. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Beaten Walls only back at it again with another episode. My guest this week is an artist out of Harrisburg. She has her piece unplugged, featured at the Art Association of Harrisburg till sometime. You can go check it out now, though. But give it up for Marina Marina Radonovich. What's up? How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. How Thank are you? Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. This is uh, this is cool. I don't get too many artists. You know, I don't I don't know a lot. I think the only other artist I had on here uh, was my f- buddy Joey Tepitano, but he's also a comedian. Word. Yeah, so. Um, now, for people who don't know, I know her because I've seen her at HMAC. She's usually posted up in a corner painting something real dope. Um, like, so I guess I will just start off with, like, what made you initially start just setting up at concerts and painting painting a scene or painting the artist? Um, so, I mean, I started live painting the usual way, saw somebody else doing it and said, okay, I want to do that. And then I uh, studied figurativism and a little bit of portraiture in college and really was drawn to that. So then I figured I'd mesh them together and start painting artists. And uh, you've gotten to meet people through that, correct? Yeah, it's uh, I'm pretty blessed with the... Uh, uh, venues and and the owners of the venues who are really awesome and you know just h- hook me up with it. And now, how does how does that work? Do you do you get in for free? Do you pay like a vendor's thing or like I don't I don't know how any of that vendor aspect of things work. Or do you just show up and be like, yo, I'm gonna be over here painting dope <laughs> shit if you wanna <laughs> watch. Yo, I wish it was that easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so if I wanna sell work, I have to pay a vendor fee. Um, if I don't sell work, I either pay the ticket price or can get in for free. Um, but typically I will pay the vendor fee because it's nice to make a little bit of money. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. (laughs) I 100% feel that. Making money just makes the world go round, unfortunately. (laughs) Unfortunately. But, uh, you collabed with Aaron Brooks, correct? Uh, yeah, I got to paint alongside him in Florida in December, uh, in Boca Raton for Subtronic Cyclox. Cyclops Cove, which was how, now how was that? Freaking awesome! That looked like an absolute banger it of a was, show. Oh, it was so cool! It was so cool. Uh, they uh, they asked Aaron Brooks to put it put together a uh, group of live painters, and he said, "Nah, I'm not gonna do that." But this girl from Pennsylvania can come down, and it so it was just me. So he just chose you singularly. Yeah, it was me, him, and then uh, his wife Ellie. Oh wow! Now how did? How did you guys? Has he seen your work before? Like, what made him pick you? It's uh. Uh, somebody sent him the portrait of Boogie T that I did, and he said, "Heck yeah, let let's have her done." That's awesome because his his shit is. I, I remember like when I was a kid, I had stickers that looked very similar to his style, like that aggressive face, bulging out, huge eyes, like drooling. I like I, I have him in that safe right there. Fucking got got a stash of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I'm trying to keep <laughs> for a rainy day. Because apparently there's a lot of money in trading card. Oh yeah, absolutely. All, all no. of a sudden, he's a stellar artist. He's got a oh great God, a yeah. great thing going on. His wife is also absolutely incredible. Uh, their styles are very very different, um, but you know she uses a lot of soft colors and and 
all sorts of spiritual aspects as well. It's awesome. Now I'm notice, uh, noticing the hair and pants. <laughs> I've never been able to get a pair that correctly fixed. I got I got like tree trunks for legs, dude. So it's just like the waist will be huge, but then skin tight around the legs. I'm like, <laughs> it sounds like you need a tailor. <sighs> um, no, <laughs> <It's a laughs> no, I just need to lose weight. <laughs> I'm working on getting some hair and pants that will be in different sizes. Um, like you designed them. Like I w- will be designing them. Oh. It's in the future. We're oh. not setting it in stone oh. for a certain okay. time, but I would like to start selling my own work um and trying to skip out a couple of the third-party vendors all these big places that charge more money to outsource from somebody else anyway right and that's um that's another unfortunate i guess there's there's always a middleman when it comes to like like paintings pins like any any of these handcrafted things it's like somebody buys them in bulk and then up sells the shit out of them. I mean, hey, that's just capitalism, baby. But oh yeah, no, it's the the <laughs> whole the whole ordering. It, it's a whole thing, you know. Sometimes you don't know what you're getting, you know how how easily it'll wear out, how cheap the fabric is, whether it will fade. It's a it's a whole process that I have been putting off. Now, what made like was painting like a childhood avenue for for you, or like what what made you decide to go with portrait and painting? Um, uh- Instead of like other mediums, um, so I think I think I decided that in college, um, I always enjoyed painting people, um, but once I got behind a live model and just started going for that, it was a lot more interesting than uh, still life, like I see on your wall over here. <laughs> I found that I've, so of all these pa- paintings and the picture we're gonna take a picture in front of afterwards. I found them in the garbage. Oh uh, heck yeah! I, f- uh, I was going to a mic at the Chameleon Club. And we, I was a couple weeks away from moving into here, and I was just like, man, this place is nothing but white walls. I, I need some art decor. And literally, I hop out of my truck, and I look, and I was just like, fate. These kind of looks <laughs> like, these look like paintings. <laughs> and I just went through. I just went through somebody's garbage and found some, I found this one. That I think they're all pretty fucking cool. They are. No, they are. Absolutely. Oh, there's a figure study on the wall. Heck yep. yeah. Oh, yeah Very good. And that one. Um, Very good. But yeah, my favorite one's the... When we take it's just like it's it's trippy. You'll see it. Heck yeah! It's just like the centerpiece of the house. Very good, <laughs> very good. I'll have to add a side piece over here somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> well, my sister, my sister kind of gave me one for Christmas. I have a second one up top of it that my other younger sister made. I'd swap them out from from time to time. Heck yeah! Keep it fresh. Yeah, su- support the sisters who tr- like giving the brother art. Now, how old were you when you started drawing, painting, or? Was it a hobby, or was, were you just always just naturally artistically I, I, I involved? Like, I like to say that I was always n- creative. Um, I think I'm more of a right brain thinker than a left brain thinker. Um, now, which so one is which? I always forget. <laughs> left brain is logic, um, and the right brain is creativity. Hmm. I guess technically, I'd be. I feel like I'd be right brained, but uh, I'm really not either. I'm right. kind of like just because like there's some things where I'm just like super analytical about something, but then other times I'm just like, man, it's kind of <laughs> whatever. We're just gonna roll with the flow here. Oh, absolutely. It's 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 a it's a hybrid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't but know. I can't I can't draw for shit. Like uh, art, visual art has never been my bag, and it really sucks because I've always wanted to like I don't know get good at something like that. But I can I don't know. I got some really jittery hands or something. <laughs> <laughs> Drawing a straight line is not my forte. Hey, straight lines are overrated. I agree. <laughs> now, let's talk about Unplugged. 
because there was a lot going on in that. I'm going to actually pull that up real quick so I can keep it fresh. That's on Facebook, right? Or is there uh, an easier... It's everywhere. I think Instagram might be the easiest way to go with this one. Okay. Instagram. And look at that feedback. Stop. Can't u- you can't use an ounce of technology while we're using this recording <laughs> mechanism, unfortunately. Uh, Marina. Oh, damn. Boogie T even follows you. That's cool. <laughs> All right. There it is. Unplugged. Um, I'm just going to get your permission real quick, but do you mind if I put that up with our portrait? Just if oh, somebody has do. a reference. Okay. Please cool. do. Absolutely. Cool, cool, cool. I'll uh, direct message you uh, uh, the best quality just because when you pull from Instagram or oh, Facebook, right. it, it dulls it. All right. Yeah. So a lot going on here. A lot of clear symbolism. TV with a hypnotizing circle. People pl- with the plugs literally in their head, connected to the phone, connected to the Wi-Fi router. And I gotta tell you, the uh, the nude, the nude girl in the corner, that that's that really hit the nail on the head culturally, because now it feels like everybody's just posting ass and titties for no for no apparent reason. Amen. Like as much as I love seeing ass and titties, I'm just like, girls, come on now. <laughs> I think you should do whatever you want, but I think that we should not get jaded by, by, these these cultural expe- expectations. So, was this like, was it impulsively a thought, or did you have kind of have this in mind, or, uh, or was there a, like a project that th- like there's like a bunch of other similar telling pictures at the gallery at the moment, or it uh so it took me a couple of months to come up with. Um, the first stage is always just thinking about it. When I lay down in bed, I'm always constantly like, all right, this is what I could do with this. This is what I could do with this. Because that's probably the only time that I get to actually think. <laughs> um, and then I'll take notes about what I want to do, brainstorm a little bit. Uh, that takes another week or two. And then I will start gathering reference photos. Hmm. Um, uh, usually I have to take them myself or I have to buy them from a reference site. All of those were actual models. Um, oh, okay. Uh, and... Uh, where was I? And then, uh, sorry. Good. <laughs> uh, and then I, I use Adobe Illustrator okay. to sketchbook instead of having a physical sketchbook. Um, I mean, I do I do use my sketchbook, but when I actually want to lay something out to go exactly where it needs to be, I'll set out a grid and I will put things in certain places so that I don't have to keep erasing. Right. Um, and then I will use that as a reference, and then paint directly onto the, the canvas. Okay. Now, do you sketch first in pencil, or you just straight paint? Uh, I sketch in pencil sometimes, yeah. but more recently, I have been direct painting. That's ballsy. Thank you. That's, that's, uh, that's uh, if, I, if I fuck up, it doesn't matter, because <laughs> it's art. <laughs> yep, and it, it usually takes about four or five layers to complete a painting. The first layer is just in, in a neutral color, or... Not necessarily neutral, but a, a base flare, uh, usually burnt sienna with oil paint. Now, what is a neutral color? Uh, now, neutrals are not leaning towards warm or cool. So you've got your warm colors, uh, red, yellow, orange, and then you've got your cool colors, green, blue, purple, mm-hmm. um, and all the spectrum in between there. Uh, now, if something is neutral, it has either been mixed to complementary colors 
So red's complementary is green, mm-hmm. and that neutralizes it um, and creates like a brown or and or uh, you can mix tertiary colors to make more of a gray brown. What is um, a tertiary? tertiary? Oh, <laughs> tertiary. 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 Jeez, um. I'm, should I be taking notes? Am I about to get an art degree in an hour and a half? <laughs> when you go back through it, you can take some notes. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> um, tertiary colors are like, uh, um, uh, oh my God, you got me. You got me. I might be using the wrong term completely, actually, but uh, thirds on the color wheel. So uh, the primary colors, red, blue, and yellow. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? You might have gotten me here. I oh. might I might have forgotten if those are tertiary or not. Um, they are primary, but I can't remember what three different points on the color wheel that are equidistant from each other are called. So I just Googled the word tertiary, a third in order or level relating or denoting the first period of... Come on, you're not even doing anything, laptop. Shut up. Um, relating to or denoting the first period of the Cenozoic? Ceno- Ceno- I think this is more of a history lesson here. Between the. <laughs> now I'm just very interested in this. There's primary, secondary, tertiary. So it's third. It's the third. The third? It's the third. We'll just All call right. it the third. Yeah. That was the All first right. thing. It was the cool. third. Cool. Yeah. We'll pretend you we cru- cut that cru- out, but we'll leave it, it there. You <laughs> <crushed> it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so if you mix those three colors together, you'll get also a neutral color. Gotcha. But now, again, with this one, um, did you already have the idea in mind that this was something that you wanted to work on, or was it, was it like directed towards something initially? Um... In, I mean, both, I guess. Okay. Um, so I did do it for the exhibition that it's in. Uh, they have it every year. I love it. It's my favorite. Um, and usually I come up with it a little bit too last minute and then Would it be just an artist bust it out. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I have had this idea for a while, uh, just kind of uh, media influence. I see everybody that that's hypnotized by what's on their screens and dude the phone is the most addictive thing in the entire world i catch myself doing it all the time and i hate it like if i have like a day where i'm just like not doing much i'm just like scrolling facebook mm-hmm. I, somebody i forget who said it but somebody said it the best way it was like it's, it's like taking a walk around the block where you hit facebook instagram twitter snapchat Yep. You know, and it's just like, I get pissed. I get pissed. I'm just like, I'm tired of looking at this, dude. And I throw my phone. I'm like, man, I'm not going to look at it for the rest of the night. Ten minutes later, I'm like, eh, well, fuck, let's see what's going on. Twitter, did I get any likes? No. Did I get any interactions on Instagram? No. <laughs> yep. 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 I, uh, I've uh, turned all my social media. Oh, look at that. See, <laughs> I've... I've, <laughs> I've uh, turned all my social media notifications off just because so it's always a stupid thing it's, it's like so smart. oh one person commented on this and then i'm like two minutes later another person tagged you in something this and that so i like to go through or open it every now and again and it's like 30 notifications here they are and then i can scroll through and it's That's like, like a massive right. dopamine hit at once yeah especially if it's all like likes and comments on your shit because <laughs> i don't know about you i got a lot of notifications for, from other people's posts like oh somebody added a picture i'm like what the hell does that have to do with me facebook <laughs> yep yep like somebody posted a story in a long time on instagram yep it's so dumb dude yep i can't like 
like I don't know how. Like I was off social media for the longest time, but then once I started doing comedy, I saw that you know a lot of the networking and a lot of the advertising was just done through social media. So I jumped back on and just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. It's more of a sprint than a marathon. Yep. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, the algorithm gets me on Instagram though. The reels. Yep. Nothing but dog videos. Uh, flow. See a lot of flow videos, like poi and like fans and shit. Uh huh. And then not too much art. A lot of comedy skits. You know, uh, I'm alt right, so I get a lot of like fascism posts. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 uh. Yep. Yep. No, mine is uh, definitely flow. Um, not so much art. Because I follow a lot of flow, and that's where I want to like look at technique. Because I flow as well. What um, do you do? Poi. Yeah, poi awesome. Yeah. I'm really fucking bad at it though. That's <laughs> a, I have like three consistent moves that I can link together, and it looks decent enough. <laughs> but oh, I like to think I'm good. But how long have you been spinning? Uh, three years. Oh, nice. I mean, I'm probably about the same, but it it, it was never. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> See, I can't even disconnect. I don't know how to turn off the note because my phone is linked to the laptop. Mm-hmm. Don't know how to disconnect the sound. Yes, it is open. Christ. <coughs> Ruining my goddamn podcast. <laughs> That's okay. But, um. Happy accidents. What? The, oh, we were just talking <laughs> about social media. Yeah. And <laughs> Did you park in the driveway? Oh, shoot, I did. Oh, Uh-oh. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Uh, all right, he's just parking in the spot. <laughs> That's my fault. My I was out, should have been out in the driveway looking for you. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> you know what? I didn't ask. I meant to ask when I came in. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, he can wait. His car's not that nice. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, social media our unfortunate connection to it and especially like so with this it makes me feel like you're i don't want to say anti-technology but like you're definitely not about the narrow link correct i i just want to make people think and be aware of some of the things that they do um and and that's all sorts of stuff you know just kind of describing things that i see in a different way instead of going on facebook and ranting in paragraphs and paragraphs about it um, you know, it's kind of a gentler appro- approach that will also smack you in the face and maybe make you think a little bit in the future. Or if you don't get it, it's just a, a hopefully pretty picture. Right. Yeah. The uh, the Facebook rants kill me. I'm just like, you really think you're about to change the world with this five paragraph essay that you're posting on Facebook? Like, bro, humble yourself. Yep. And, you know, it's it's especially with this one, it's uh, uh, more about human connection as well yeah you know it's it's we're all connected through our phones i've been at parties where quite literally everybody, everybody. is sitting on their phone and, and and they get up and go well dude tonight was a movie yep. see ya yep and like even even going to shows like people watch the show through the phone yeah and because they're constantly like either recording it for later or like putting up on their face and like yep. i'm guilty of it too <laughs> i try to not because like hey i'm a very not aggressive dancer, but I'm a very spazzy dancer. So it's like, I'm, as soon as I feel myself starting to go to a song, I'm like, well, phone's away because I'm about to throw it. You know? Yeah. People just straight up 
all night. Oh, like yeah. I was just at Coliseum this weekend, and literally, like, as soon as Excision came onto the stage, phones. Oh yeah. Which I get. I His get intros it. are fucking the intros insane. Are absolutely. Like I don't know how he consistently does that. No, it's, it's oh no, Excision is great. Absolutely, I don't know. Understand? Uh, it's, yeah, no, it's it it hurts my arm to hold it up long enough, and then, I I, I appreciate whatever anybody does because some people do want to save it for later, but also like you're kind of missing it. Mm-hmm. And now if I take a video, it's I'm behind the phone swearing and like yes, like yeah. excited as as heck. Oh, and the worst uh, is like when when you hear a, another song coming in, you start singing the next song and you just yep. really loudly and yep. terribly. Yeah, like, and oh. the camera is like up above the stage because no. I am actually watching the stage <laughs> with my hand up in the air. Yeah, you're just like <laughs> now my hands are in the air and I just do not care. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, it's it's a it's a wild thing that we have going on right now with technology and human interaction because. I definitely know a lot of people who cannot hold, like, a straight, solid conversation, you know? Or it's just, like, where they look away, like, they break eye contact too frequently, they mumble, like, there's no confidence in the words oh that yeah. are coming out of their mouth. It's sad. And I'm just like, dude, like, just, like, look up. It's sad. It's right. we're, just, we're just chilling, dude. And I'm pretty bad at it, too. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty awkward and antisocial, typically. Um, now, when I'm behind an easel, I'm on the easel. And right. if you if you come over and say hi, I'm like, oh hey, what's up? But like sometimes people will come over to the booth, and this is my my the bane of my existence. I just continue painting, and I like glance over and continue pa- continue painting because I'm like awkward too. So plus, I mean, like you're working, right? You know, it was like I hate like I, I cut trees for a living, and like I'm you know pruning something, dragging brush or something. Like people are just like, can't you see? That I'm doing oh. something right now. Oh like, yeah. Talk to talk to me when the chipper's off or something. Yeah. Fuck. And I'm there to talk and I'm and to network and I I do enjoy when people come over and say hello, but like, I don't want to be the first one to talk. Yeah. Once you're locked in, you're locked in. You know. Oh yeah. See, I like, I'm a, I'm very much an extroverted person. I'm very high energy. I'm a spaz. I got ADHD. <laughs> but uh, it's just like, there's a time and a place. Oh yeah. Know? And especially if you're doing something so. Like, I don't want to say focus driven, but like you need to focus to be able to produce a, like a good quality of art. You Absolutely. Know? Like even uh, like I mentioned before, my buddy Joey Tepidino, like he he does a lot of abstract paintings. I'll I'll show you him after because uh, I really enjoy his stuff. But um, like even like like even with the abstract shit, like you still gotta throw those curves in a little. Like you know, yep. some it's somewhat precise for being abstract. You oh know? yeah, it's it's. Absolutely. Composition is, is tough. If you mess one thing up, it's like, oh. Sometimes you don't notice until the end. So, yeah, it, is, it does take some focus. Did you ever paint, like, paint something, uh, and at first you were just like, damn, dude, I crushed this thing. And then like a day later after you like sold it or, or something, you look at it and you go, fuck! <laughs> Sometimes. The um, shading was off. <laughs> yep. Actually, I, uh, I painted Funk Case last week. How um, was that show? It, it looked, was a great show. It looked nutty. It was nutty. It was nutty. Um, but I painted him, uh, I start to finish in acrylic, uh, throughout the show and, uh, about five minutes before his set ended, I realized that there was something off with the composition, like the way pl- things were placed. And I was just like, all right, but everybody else likes it. So I'm just going to let it be. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. I can't just let it be. I, I like, I cooked dinner. My uncle came into town the other week. 
and uh, I cooked dinner for everybody. It was a nice surf and turf dinner. Spent spent a little bit of money for you know <laughs> for family. And like I like I love making a mean steak for myself. I've gotten pretty good at it with the cast iron, but I've never cooked multiple at a time. And I was just like, I butt bit into it. Like one was undercooked, like a motherfucker. One was overcooked, like a motherfucker. I'm just saying, but it was like salty. I was just like, this is not the quality that I normally produce. And I like, I like, they were just like, no, everything's delicious. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not. You don't know. <laughs> no, I, I feel constantly that. harp on myself, dude. Like I just can't. I just can't let well. Like it's very hard for me to be like, yeah, dude, I crushed that. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's and and you know, it, it's usually the opposite. When I'm working on it, you know, in the beginning, it looks absolutely terrible. And people will come over and just be like, oh, okay, and walk away. And then, you know, it takes until about 75% completion for it to actually look like what it's supposed to look like. Now, are so you painting those portraits in one night? Um, so the more realistic ones, no. Um, they're in oil, and oil takes. Uh, I use a medium to make it dry a little bit quicker, but it's about a week between layers. Or a, a week to three weeks, depending. Um, and then I'll finish up the finishing touches at the show, or you know, put up, put in some, some different things. Um, so sometimes it's all during one show, and most of the time it's not. Right now, do you prep if, like, if you know if a certain artist is coming in, you're going to be there? Do you prep a canvas beforehand? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm actually I'm prepping for Dirt Monkey next month at HMAC. I'm super excited. Now, do you get to meet all these artists? Um, sometimes. Uh, I did not get to meet Font Case. Um, he he was ready to leave after a set. Um, but I have... And I didn't meet Subtronics either. Um, I had the backstage pass, but I didn't want to, like, impose. Yeah. So, uh, those are the only two, I think, that I haven't met. Uh, Blunts and Blondes, I got to meet, and I love that dude. Yeah. I absolutely freaking love that dude. He's adorable. Let's talk about <laughs> him since he's in the EDM news. Sure. Dude, oh, they, they, tried yeah. to, they tried to cancel him on Twitter. You know, I know, I know. Because heaven forbid somebody says some fucked up shit at the age of 12. When they're 12. You know. <laughs> no, it had, me, it had me going through my tweets like, did I uh, say anything? And I'm like, okay, I'm pretty safe. There are a couple that I deleted just because. Just but in case. Just in case somebody decided to twist something, but it's so easy to get canceled now. Oh, yeah. Like I, 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 that's one of my biggest fears is that somebody will associate me with someone because I hung out with them once, or they will, you know, something I said when I was eleven, <laughs> and you know, I hate, I hate to break it to you, but <laughs> they're coming after me at some point. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I, I, so like I was one of the I was definitely uh, a rambunctious white kid in college. So I was like I was definitely tweeting the N word. So I deleted <laughs> all those. But uh I I'm a very I don't wanna say like I say like I'm very anti censorship, but that just sounds very douchey of me to say, but just like I just I don't have a filter. That's no. really what it comes down to. Yeah. Like yeah. for the most part I don't use slurs, but every once in a every once in a while. Yeah. And it's you know what I, I got pretty lucky. I looked up I looked up a whole bunch of different things. The N word never popped up. So I was very hey, proud of that. You win. Very proud of that. Um, Cuz there was a time where white people could casually say it. Sort of. A, yeah. A, sort of. Not yeah. hard Rs. Um <laughs> but then that quickly was <laughs> like no <laughs> nobody could say it anyway. Cuz before it used to be like a person to person basis. You know, it's just oh like yeah. if you like if you had a black friend who was like, "Yeah, you're just singing along to a song. Have at it, bro." <laughs> you know. You know, I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm not gonna ask you how old you are, but I don't think I ever 
was around for that part or I was ever, you How know. How old do you think I am? <laughs> 22. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to guess. That's, that's I'm 26. I'm going to 26. You. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Okay, don't, so don't let the beard fool you. I'm, you know, I'm kind of a young kid. Then I don't know. I don't know. How old are you? I'm 25, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess. I also went to a very rural high school, <laughs> so I'm sure rules were a little bit different. Yeah. Everybody's different. Everybody's raised different. That's that's why, you know, blunts and blondes. I don't know. I don't think you should hold something against you for that happened. Literally a decade literally ago. Unless a decade it's like ago. murder. Right. Or like serial rapists. Right. I think that's that we can hold right. we can hold to a standard. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Like Bill Cosby. Probably should have went to jail. <laughs> like, oh, right. I'm not losing too much sleep over Bill Cosby <laughs> getting popped at the end of his life. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But no, I do love Bunsen Blondes. He's adorable. He was so excited. Um, his friend was down in the uh, common area where I was, and she sent a picture to him, and he immediately sent it to his mom. Which just meant the absolute world to me. Like yeah, that's 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 gotta be a that great was feeling. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Um, but yep, uh, Boogie T, Blunts and Blondes, Jansen, I met. Nice. Um, and which I actually went to school with with somebody he knows or uh, his significant other, um, in college. And then who else? I think I don't remember right now. I'm not gonna dwell on it. But yeah. Dude, I I love Boogie T. Oh, I do too. I love Boogie T. I, do I too. met him very briefly in a bathroom at an after party out in Seattle. <laughs> so it was when the, him and Squanto were doing the the Strikes Back tour, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was sobering up, you know, at the end of that night because it's like three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's past my bedtime. Yeah, I was like, damn, <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. And he kind of like I go to take a leak, and I'm washing my hands, and he comes in. I was just like, it's Boogie T. And I was like, oh, keep it don't fangirl, don't fangirl. <laughs> and I was like, at first, I, was, I wasn't going to bug him because, like, I know he's, like, doing stuff. I don't like, because, like, I get super awkward about people I want to talk to. Mm-hmm. That's why I was never good at picking up girls in college. As soon as I was attracted <laughs> to you, I was just like, I'm just going to fumble this entire fucking conversation. I sucked at picking up girls in college, too. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, he's standing at the urinal. He goes, stop, dude, name's Brock. And I was like, that's great. I was like, I was like great job, man. I'm fucking, I'm going to leave you alone. I'm sorry. Like, completely bitched out on asking for a picture. You know, didn't, like, ask me, like, hey, do you want to smoke a joint after the show? <laughs> right. Yep. Um I uh I think I was pretty good with Boogie T on the fangirling thing. I was cheesing hard, but you know, was, he walked up behind me and, and I was as I was painting it and he goes, Yo, you got my mustache right. <laughs> I, or he said, That's really good or something like that. And I said, Right and I turned around and it was him. Oh, <laughs> like I would have fucking fainted probably. <laughs> I was like, Oh hey, Cool. What's up? You know, took a picture, all that hugs. I got to. I uh, met Shizlo at that show too, and oh, nice. Shizlo is freaking awesome too. Yeah. You know, and uh, we ran into him in uh, Baltimore at a Halloween show, just randomly on the street at the after party uh, while we were in line, and he, you know, oh hey, I remember you. This is cool. Hey, what's up? That's awesome. So no, it's 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 nice to build a community within the community and and be able to reach out a little bit more and not because 
you know, I'm not, I, I don't, not because I want to meet everybody, but because I think artists should have art of themselves as well. Right. Um, I'm super excited for somebody to paint me. Um, you know, if you're out there, invite me over. <laughs> <laughs> what would your pose be? Uh, something, something weird. Something weird. Something weird. Just straight bass face. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, cre- <laughs> creepy, creepy, yeah. creep stepping. <laughs> scary stomping. <laughs> uh, I love the scary stomps, dude. Where's it like, yeah. I think it was Widler. I think it was Widler at the HMAC. Where it was like, f- f- one of the greatest quotes I ever heard came out of my, my boy Aaron, who was tripping fucking balls. <laughs> and he was just like, it's so thick you can carve it with a spoon. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh man, dude! I like I've so I did like a whole month of just you know dubstep artists for the podcast because I was some big fucking EDM head, and it was just like I got complaints from the some of the regular listeners like I don't want really to talk about dubstep all the time like dubstep <laughs> it's, it's just weird bass I was like bro you don't get dubstep it. rocks dude it's the shit like it's I can't like I'm a fan of a lot of music and I can't I can literally say like the only other thing better than dubstep is like Pink Floyd Led Zeppelin. The, oh, the OGs, yeah, like, yeah, the people who who carved the way for yeah, for dubstep for, for this, for this <laughs> specifically this. They didn't nope. know what they were making, but they made nope. it for that. <laughs> exactly, you know, it's that 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 eye opened type sound. And I mean, they they've been doing that since the classical era. But yeah, it's just it's yeah. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it's just crazy. It's even crazier to me where people are just like, dude, it takes no talent to do that. I'm like, have you ever tried to make a sound from scratch? With a laptop. Blows my mind. Like, let alone, like, the actual composition of layering a song together to make fucking dopeness. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's so, it's amazing that anybody can do it to the level of which exi- Excision has, but then to repeatedly do it for five years straight, man has been on top of the world. Absolutely. Like, in, in the in the bass music scene for a while now oh yeah absolutely and it's it's i see more artists that are doing that that are you know oh this philly artist subtronics for example subtronics he's he is he blew the heck up talk about a like an actual glow up uh yeah for sure just went from like weird wompy rhythm to just like the actual composition of opus Mm -hmm. was fucking beautiful yeah on that album (sighs) oh yeah so good so good so do you know, uh, do you know Jamel, Billy Hambridge? You know, I, I, somebody, one of my good friends actually said, Jamel. Is it just literally Jam and L? Jam, capital L. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So somebody brought him up to me a couple of days ago, actually, and I have not checked him out yet. He's really good. I yeah. was, I like, out of everybody I have interviewed so far, I don't want to say I have a favorite, but he's been my favorite. Heck yeah. Uh, just like as far as like the EDM people go. Um, Cause I also had Tanner Herrera on here, who's like just now dipping his toes into the producing. He's been learning mix and everything. And the mix, they both released uh, a mix, pretty. I think I want to say it was the same day. It might have been the next day. Either way, both crushing shit. But it was just like as far as like the production value goes, I was like, he's very Jamal is very unique. You know, it's very classic with that old bass nectar sound but like deeper a little more but not quite heavier you know <laughs> i highly recommend checking him out because he just put out an ep and is muy bueno very good yeah i'll definitely check him out as well i, lo- I love i love hyping people up <laughs> i love it. it's my favorite thing to do we love being hyped up yeah. <laughs> some i do i i don't like being hyped up <laughs> i don't like it i'm just like nah because nope. I, I don't know I'm, like i don't want to like 
I don't know. It's just it's weird for me because like I don't want to be like, dude, you're so awesome. I'm like, ah, thanks. I'm really not like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying dude, shit I'm over just, here. <laughs> yeah, my brain just is super super screwed up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thanks though. Oh, a couple of screws loose. You know, nothing major. <laughs> so what what brought you to EDM? Um, my now husband. Mm. You know what? Okay, so, um, I was friends with. My, or so I was friends with somebody in college. I met them my sophomore year, um, and he invited me to. He called it a rave, um, but it was a show at a club in Pittsburgh uh, when I was going to Cal U South of Pittsburgh. Um, and I met my now husband at that show, and he is super into it as well. And he showed me the way, and. We fell in love and all that, and I turned that into a love into Aww, a love into a love that's story. Adorable. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think yeah, that was in 2016, and yeah, oh, I, I love the scene. I love the community. I love yeah. I love the the freeness and the the expression, and I love to paint in it and get down to some wubs yeah. and not have to directly. Watch out for people pushing me. <laughs> right, it's like, and it, it, it's crazy what like f- from show to show how things differ, you know? Because like, uh, like going to a show in Philly was completely different than going to a show in Seattle. Oh, absolutely! Like there was clear like this is my space, you're over there, don't touch me, you know. But in Philly, it's just like we're all fucking in this <laughs> together, bro. Let's go. Yep. It was uh, a bunch of rowdy motherfuckers in philadelphia yep and they'll all they'll all pick you up if you fall down yep. but it's it's you might fall down <laughs> yeah I, I fucking i felt so bad i ate shit into like this group of three like small girls at coliseum <laughs> because of a mosh pit literally it was just one of those ones where like i'm a large individual I got picked up off my feet because of this mosh pit and just was tossed into this group of three girls. I was like, ah, I'm Oops. so sorry, guys. Oops. I find myself in the mosh pit sometimes for, like, you know, people like Apache who aren't, like, super heavy, kill your face bass. Uh, but, you know, it's a little bit gentler of a of a, a push. <laughs> I, like, I used to live for the pit. Like, I was a big metalhead. Like, Slipknot was my favorite band for probably a decade you, know. you get drop kicked in the face in those ones. Nah, <laughs> not those. Actually, I would say like those heavy, heavier metal shows were not the ones where you got rocked <laughs> in the face more often. It was like those like um, like Ice Nine Kills, uh, Wage War. Like the I don't I don't want to call them pop punk because it's not pop or <laughs> hardcore. Like those hardcore metal bands where like where people just do the hardcore dancing, literally just flailing their fists around. I'll never forget I got fucking donkey kicked right in the oh. side of the ribs at the champ oh. in the moin. I was just I've never been so pissed off and oh, right. I was like before I was moshing cuz this was fun, but now I'm moshing cuz I want to beat the fuck out of you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that that <laughs> oh how the turntables. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I just want to aggressively push all my friends together and like you're just over here pissing me off, dude. <laughs> Oh, I the angriest I've ever been at a show. I got projectile vomited on in Ooh. at Echo Stage in DC for seven lines. It was at seven lines. Damn. <laughs> and, right, like somebody Damn. somebody there there was a, a, a space behind me like a, a a little bit of a pathway kind of, you know, how the the crowds form a little bit of a path. Yeah. Um and somebody was walking towards me as I turned to the side and just I just see 
yeah, the wave, it was f- the wave of vomit. It was it was fucking gross. <laughs> 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 and everybody was just like, oh. And that was like, where do you where do you go? For, like I've seen people who thrown up on themselves, but what do you do <laughs> as a person who got thrown up on? You like, you go to the bathroom and then you get a little bit of space for the rest of the night. <laughs> you <laughs> smell like something very <laughs> gross happened to you. It was yeah, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never been to Echo Stage. I heard it's a great place. I I like Echo Stage a lot. Yeah, it's a it's a a nice place. Um, I hear that they remodeled recently, but I don't know if that's true. And I haven't been there in quite a while, so uh, I'll be there for Liquid Stranger next month, though. Not painting, just just vibing. <laughs> yes, vibing to Liquid Stranger. Dude, Liquid Stranger took my soul when I saw him. He's in twenty eighteen. He's one of my favorites. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that that thirty track album was great. Yes. Absolutely. It was because it was like it, was, it literally felt like uh, like a trip a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like what it was, the it was a little safari journey. Yeah, <laughs> little, just a little journey. And I will say, I loved every song except for that fucking murder on a highway. <laughs> I just I was like, it was such an annoying song. Like not not like on his part, but it was like the lyrics and just I didn't I didn't like it. Maybe it was meant to make you feel that way. It made it's me art. want to commit murder on a highway. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be the inspiration for this song now. Oh, absolutely. That's oh, yeah, dude. Whole Wakanda label. Yeah, fire. Oh, rest in peace, Charles. Yes, absolutely. That I, one hurt. It did. That one hurt. It did. I uh, I painted at the show that he was supposed to headline on New Year's Eve in Philly at the 23rd Street Armory. That's so sad. And it was it was great. I did a, a not a not that it was it was it was very somber a little bit. Y- no, you know it was actually uplifting because oh. everybody was kind of together and and you know Charles the First fam they are diehards. They are diehards, and so it was more of a a celebration of his life and you know move not moving forward but creating a better space and and. You not know. relishing in the in the sadness, but then remember, yes. but up like uh, no. yeah, and no, it I'm gonna say not uplifting, but it's it was, like it was heartwarming. Yeah, yeah, it Where was. It's like we're all collectively saddened, but honored that the, that we've all been brought together by this one artist. Yes, you know? exactly that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles the First was a. I'm so sad. I never got a chance to see him live yeah. though. He's like there has, I guess. Well, Cookie Monster, that one sucked. <laughs> that one was rough because yeah, like he's an OG. Yes, but then I, I'm trying to think of who else has died because like I have I was never really a f- not I don't want to say not affected, but like Charles the first hit like I was just like God damn dude like yeah. that was yeah. one of the ones that I like prominently felt and then I guess Pipus but I I didn't know oh, I didn't yep. know his music at yep. the time. Pipus was a hard one too. At uh, uh yeah, and then uh, Charles. I remember the day Charles past my husband and his uh uh co-worker at work uh my friend jared also one of my awesome people shout out what's up um <laughs> <laughs> uh they were that it was just somber so somber nobody, yeah. nobody wanted to work nobody wanted to do anything it was it was vibes are not off or vibes are not on right now straight. no, <laughs> no. Uh. yeah dude i don't know man so like are you a psychedelic fan at all um we yes. can also choose to not talk about <laughs> it if you would like. Some people, some people take drug talk very seriously <laughs> on this thing. I do enjoy psychedelics. That's about it. Um, uh, 
Yeah, uh, psilocybin, yeah. mostly, uh, yeah. and DMT. Not Sorry, dumb. mom and dad, if you hear this, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> I have my great grandmother listen to every single episode. And I've talked about being fucked up on academy and tripping balls. Oh, and just, I was gonna, I was gonna text my dad, like, yeah, stop doing drugs, <laughs> Joseph. I'm just like, yeah, only only the tools. Yeah, only the tools. That's what we're learning. Oh, Absolutely, you I've know. never done DMT. It's I you only once or twice in in a while. It's yeah. it's it's it is definitely a tool. It's very strong and it can do some great confusion if you're not prepared for it i uh i solved the universe one time the first time <laughs> i actually ever did ketamine because i was uh i was tripping on acid and i mean this was like i was uh, i went to a very small private liberal arts college up in anvil um there's only one i'm just gonna say it lvc <laughs> <laughs> and i uh, like and i was partying like it was like a fucking festival this <laughs> for this weekend because it was i'll never forget this uh it was tropical storm joaquin was on its way through and the theme of the weekend was we're gonna have a hurricane party and so i'm like boy this fucking hurricane hit that camp is real bad like it was just it was just wild like this kid brought up he brought up the l he brought up like ketamine coke molly the whole shebang Right. And he literally I've never done ketamine before. And like my dad had talked to me about ketamine because that was his like he like mixing E with ketamine uh, back in his rave days. <laughs> and, um, and I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll try it. And I was <laughs> like, I'm already all tripping balls on acid. Let's see where this goes. <laughs> and I'll like it definitely would have had to have been a K-hole, you know, because I literally sat there. And watched myself like float out of my body, <laughs> and I like traversed the universe. I saw how I lived, how I died. I was able to grab space and flip through it like pages in a book. <laughs> it was crazy. It's it's they're doing some heavy research on on ketamine. I uh, see a lot of articles, you know, about how when used correctly and prescribed correctly, um, it can help with depression, PTSD. I have a joke all sorts about that. Of things. Oh. I have a joke about that. Oh, all right. Yeah. Are you just going to tell me that you have a joke? You're again? not going to hear it, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> Word. <laughs> well, it's like I, I, have a, I have a couple different variations of it because I don't know which one works the best. Um, but it's just like one all goes, you know, the, you know, I love doing drugs. I just hate the negative stigma that comes along with doing drugs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like they're using MDMA to treat depression. They're using ketamine to treat depression. And acid, well, that shit will just make you lock yourself in a porta potty for an hour and a half <laughs> at a music festival. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we've all been there. Cause we forget what we're doing while we're in there. And it's like, yo, what is going on oh out yeah. there? Oh. LSD is scary. LSD is scary, it's, but it's also like cl- good, clean blotter is literally. Like I've had some of the most beautiful experiences Absolutely. off that shit. Like uh, it was a moonrise. I ate like just just a tab, you know. And there is a big difference between one tab and two tabs. But there's also a massive difference between no tabs and one tab. <laughs> <laughs> and we just ate, ate this, like, just this tab at Moonrise. And, like, uh, it was excision. It was, uh, it was, I guess, like, at that point, would have been only the second time I saw. No, third time I saw excision. And, um, and like, I was just amazed. Because this was when he was really starting to come out with, like, his melodic stuff. You know, like, he's always dabbled in it. But, like, it was, like, uh, when home... And uh, Die For You were just first coming out. And I was just like, we just went f- from raging absolute chaos to 
I'm about to hug and love everybody in the matter of 45 seconds. <laughs> and I was just so amazed at, like, the prowess of him as not only a producer, but the fucking, like, just as a DJ to be able to synchronize chaos and love beautifully together like that. And it was, I don't want to say it was because of the acid, but it was definitely a fucking help. <laughs> it's, it's, it, uh, now I've gotten off a lot of things and, and kind of dulled down a little bit. Um, and I find that that stays. Even going to an event sober at, or a festival sober is is a little bit more enlightening after you've experienced the chaos of it and the, the craziness. And and you find that you kind of, it, that it's there. Right. And, you know, it's, it, is it there because of my past experiences or is it just there and I couldn't see it or I couldn't right. feel it? Um, or I did, I was ignorant to it, you know? No. Cause I like this weekend, Saturday, Saturday, I was probably like the most sober I've ever been at a show. I mean, I wasn't like completely sober, but, but it was just like, there was, there was some drama, <laughs> there was some drama, but, um, we fucking like just looking at people, like you could see how like fuck, I'm like, it's like, damn, is that, is that what I looked like back then? Like, <laughs> You know, you're just, you just—they kind of like I don't—I wasn't judging them. I was judging my past self. I'm just like, cause like there have been times where I'm fucking zonked. You know, <laughs> there, there, there's nothing. Uh, neuroreceptors are not firing on no. all cylinders. <laughs> no, <laughs> but uh. it's just like I don't. I guess I'm not judging myself. I'm just like I'm just like, damn. Is that what I was looking like when I thought I was having the time of my life? <laughs> yeah, but it, you know, I find I I look crazy sober anymore you know i'm just cheesing like i can't say we're on a podcast you can't see that <laughs> yeah, sorry, the, I, I haven't upgraded to video yet yeah that's well, that's in the works <laughs> i've been saying that for six months now i just have to have to get a another phone to record this shit <laughs> but yeah dude, i always look high that's just naturally how i look that's why i don't smoke thc because then i'm worried about people thinking i'm high when i'm not when i look high Already. I already look stoned. Yeah. So I'll never <laughs> forget. I was at my dad's wedding. I would have been like 12. And uh, and he was just like, did you smoke before the wedding? Because you look high in every single one of these pictures. <laughs> I was like, dad. <laughs> That's I, just my face. I don't even like drugs yet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's just my face, sir. <laughs> uh, just naturally, naturally like squinty eyed. <laughs> I think I blame the eyelashes because like, I've been told I have some nice eyelashes. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> He's like, fuck your eyelashes, dude. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Let's bring it back to you. We've been, we've been, we've yeah. Been talk going. about we, me again. Let's talk about you. <laughs> your art is honestly great. Like I was like, every time I've seen your shit in person, I'm just like, damn, fucking crushing it. Thank you. Now, is this full time? Is this your full time gig painting? As of September of 2021 yes nice yes massive w congratulations yeah, thank you that's the goal for every artist whether it be visual audio and or just basically like entertainment it's just like they want to do their shit full time yep absolutely because it's the best it's what they love absolutely. doing you know tax season sucks do you do commissions <laughs> yes i do yep um i absolutely do um we set up a typically i just ask for a budget because when somebody says hey i want this 
even if they say money doesn't matter when I give them the price, they're like, oh, and, um, let money, me think money about it. Money let does me think matter about now. it and get back to you. People and then forget, never get back to me. People forget how <laughs> expensive like shit is. Like people <laughs> don't realize the amount of time and effort. They're just like, oh, it's just a painting, dude. Oh, yeah. This is what you do. You're probably good at it. Oh, there's so much that there's goes into so it. So much time. So and effort. much. And some people are just are 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 able to put something down and not think about it, and it turns out awesome. I have to set it up. I've got to, you know, find the rule of thirds, find everything. You know, color theory to figure out what colors to use and and how they will clash or complement each other. It's 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 all sorts of things. Now you went to school specifically for art as well. Uh, I started as a graphic design mm -hmm. major, and uh, then I switched halfway to fine art because I didn't like being behind a computer all the time, and there's there's less freedom in graphic design unless you're really freaking good at it. Damn. Then I'm not. Yeah, I, was, I took a graphic design course in high school, and I was just like, maybe I can do art from a laptop. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Can't no. do art. It's, and, it's, and it's just like producing music. It's expensive. It's, yes. You know, and technology sucks, and you have to update it. And, you know, when I, when I run out of a tube of paint, I just get a different one. And sometimes it's a better one. So that's my upgrade. It's, it's Instead of an, a $200 software. Yes. And even, even, you know, I use my iPad a little bit for some things, but... My iPad is from 2015, so, so I don't want a new well iPad. Be, that might as well be a car from the 90s. <laughs> right. Oh, I just finally got a new phone after four years. I have a Pixel 6 coming in soon from a... You're going to take so many dope pictures now? Yep, from a Samsung, Samsung S8 to Google Pixel. Whoa. <laughs> I don't even know what number Samsung's on now. Yeah, I, don't, I, f <laughs> I forget what iPhone's even on to now. Like, I was like, the last one I clearly remember having was the iPhone 8. Yep. And now I'm just like I think I have the 11. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yep, but we're going to switch switch brands all together. So what, what phones? Or yeah, phones. So you went from Apple to or I went No, from you went from Sa Samsung to yep. the Google Pixel. Yeah. Right. Now, dude, I don't know. I'm I'm a, I'm just so attached to Apple for some reason. Like specifically just for my phone. And I know that uh, I know at least Samsung has like consistently put out the better phone sooner. Mhm. Mm but I just I like I like blue text messages, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't want to see that gnarly green shit. <laughs> Dead space. <laughs> oh goodness! What other questions do I have for you? I wasn't prepared to ask myself questions, so I don't know. Oh, that's a good answer to that unprepared question. <laughs> 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 I was unprepared, too. I was going to ask what questions I should think about first. <laughs> I dude, I have no idea. I really don't. The only time like, the only time I've really put thought into like how a podcast is going to go is if it's like a complete stranger and they do something a little more on the science-y side of things. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's like, so there's only been two I put in previous effort in. Uh, I ha had a UFC fighter on here, Miranda Maverick, um, and I was, because uh, I, I really wanted to pretend that she was Ronda Rousey the whole time, and I was just like, no, this is like my first actual big guest. I probably shouldn't fuck around for it, <laughs> and, but I, like, I never, I never prepare enough, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I'll just like, I'm a riffer. It know? takes time. Yeah. It takes time. Once you, you, you gotta have composition. Sometimes though, that makes sense with the science. Absolutely. Yeah, because like I, I had the, 
I had another guy on who does like fuck, what's it called? What is it? Uh, dermatology bibliographies. That's cool. He, he puts human skin on medical books. Oh. Yeah, and he does like uh like he preserves like old yeah. body parts like out of museums and oh. shit. Real interesting cat. That is interesting. Real real cool guy. Uh but I was just like uh, and it was just like I was like I don't know I don't know how to talk. Um <laughs> But it's like he was like you could like he was I don't want to say you could clearly see he's a Satanist, but you could clearly see like he's like this guy is of of liberty of expression. Yeah. Let's say it that way. And it just happens to be that he was also a member of the Satanic Devil. <laughs> but real cool cat. Really enjoyed having him on. But then because like I didn't like I didn't want to just be like so Satan's cool, right? You know, like I didn't want to just <laughs> I want to have some type of documented question. It's just right. like I could not just be my dumbass self for an hour and a half. Oh yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> now, who's your favorite artist? Oh, um, Lucian Freud, I actually. Never even heard of that he person. He was Sigmund Freud's grandson. Okay. Uh, one of many, if I'm correct. Um, yeah, Freud was doing some <laughs> fucking... He, he really, really was trying to get back to his yeah. uh, maternal roots. Yep. Um, so, Sigmund Freud locked himself in his house for most of his uh, adult life. Um, and had people come in and he would paint them. Um, and he, instead of painting, you know, smooth, beautiful portraits, he would paint them a little bit rougher and they would look a little bit scary maybe, or a little bit, uh, there's a, there's a really, really good one. Uh, my favorite of his is this woman lying on a couch and she's very big and you can Sigmund see. Sigmund Freud's or Lucian Freud's? Lucian Freud. Okay. Lucian okay. Freud. Yeah. Um, and there's this woman, she's laying on the couch and you can see all the folds in her skin and all of the, the, you know, sag and it's, it's a gorgeous painting, but you know, when you first look at it, it might be a little bit scary. So yeah, he's my favorite. Lucian Freud. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. So I like, I don't know. I like, uh, Salvador Dali a lot. I like him too. He's very abstract. Like the, like the stair, like is the stairs his most? Famous picture, or is it the one with the clock drooping? I forget the names. The, cl- the uh, oh gosh, uh, the clock drooping is probably the most popular, and you know that name is actually escaping me. What it's called? Um, his, my favorite painting of his is called, I believe it is Birth of the New Man, and it's this this uh, figure breaking out of an eggshell. Uh, also really cool. Check that one out at some point. Now you into psychology as well? Um, more philosophy than psychology. Um, That's funny that you say that. <laughs> that is funny that you say that because like they kind of go hand in hand. Yes, at some points they're completely different. Completely but different. yes, yeah. they they can be used in conjunction to figure out other things. I got into philosophy because I got into psychology because mm-hmm. I like learning about like just because the different thought patterns and like just the the schools of thought of like how the human brain works and how this works and you just uh, I'm a big history buff as well so like all these all these subsects of of academia just kind of blended in the middle um, and that's where I like to hang yeah out. absolutely you know. absolutely no philosophy is is. Probably, I don't know, I might be biased. My uh, husband was a philosophy major when we met. Hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, his way of thinking is very, very interesting. Incredibly interesting. Um, 
and I love it. That's why I put a ring on it. Um, <laughs> you, you proposed to him? I did. No, wow. I did. You were the first person I've ever met who did it the <laughs> other way. He took my last name as well. Oh, whoa. Yeah. I wanted to confi- continue the family lineage in my family. I'm one of th- uh, one of four girls, hmm. and so we were like, all right. Let's do it. I'm pretty adamant about my girlfriend taking my last name, <laughs> even though she's the she is the last, the last Dobstetter, <laughs> because uh, everybody else, uh, like everybody, had girls. Like there, there wasn't a son in either side of the family. No. So, well, sh- she's the last one. So she wants to go hyphenated <laughs> once we eventually get married. But I'm just like, yeah, on paper though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Just like I like the idea of untraditional, like family values, but then I feel like, like what you're saying, like people just do it, do it how you want. I don't know for for some odd reason I've turned into a conservative over the last fucking three <laughs> years. I don't know what happened because I, I was very just like yeah, let's just do whatever the fuck no, we want. But now I'm just I'll like no, structure it. Yeah, structure it. <laughs> like we're getting a little too out of key Get here, some folks. Composition here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like I, I say like I, I become more conservative. Like I've always been like I've been a registered Republican because I wanted to infiltrate from the inside and be like, we're just going to turn everything for the better. And now I'm just like, you know what? Maybe we don't need to have everything free and taxes out the ass, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know. I don't like think about politics anymore. Nope. It's I, fucking it's consumed everybody. I Yeah. When I <laughs> I get messages on my phone uh, around election time that are like, oh, can I ask, or uh, this is so-and-so from such-and-such such, uh, campaign, can I ask you who you're going to vote for this year? And I literally just respond, leave me alone. And then I'll <laughs> be like, oh, sorry for bothering, have a good day. <laughs> See, you're, you're very respectful, but I'm just like, cock and balls, and then block. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> no, I don't want them, to, if they're having a bad day, I don't want to accentuate it. Oh yeah, I always feel, I always feel bad like after because like I'm a very impulsive person, so I'm just like I'll just ramble off some wild shit to somebody if I'm having like if I'm having a bad day, but then like an hour and a half later I'm like, damn dude, I didn't need to tell that person to go fuck himself. He's just trying to do his job and cold call my broke ass to sell me something. Still fuck him, but I'm sorry. But like, come I, on, I apologize right. to him in the air. I'm just like, hey dude, I'm sorry for yelling at you. I apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. I get that. It's yeah. we live in a rough world where everything is kind of screwed up, and we're all angry, especially we're on this side of the country. We're all something. I, like I can't, I can't always say it's a- anger, but we're all everybody. I've always, I've said this for a, for a couple of years now. Everybody is everything. Yeah. You know, we we there's a reason why we exist in a spectrum. Of mm-hmm. human behavior, you know, because everybody, we we live in the third dimension. So you have polar opposites and then the neutral in the middle, you know. Mm-hmm. This is like, you can't be beautiful without being sometimes ugly. You oh, can't, absolutely. You can't be happy without being oh, sad. You balance. can't feel high without being low. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. No, there's absolutely a, a, a balance to it, which is, you know, that yin and yang and, and why we are the way that we are, why we have these abilities to... To reason and and you know it's it what, ma- what makes up the human condition. But what is reason though? Uh, we have the ability to reason, but like, what if somebody's reason is just like I'm here to fuck shit up? 
Well, uh, that's a whole different one. So, so <laughs> one of my theories is that we are a virus, and we are here to, or a cancer of some sort, or some sort of growth, and we are here. That our purpose is to destroy the earth, and that's a very morbid way to think. But we don't, we don't know exactly why we're here, except to have this experience, whatever this experience is. Um, I but beg to differ. You beg. I, well, okay. Here and here and not not with what you said because what you said is one hundred percent absolutely correct. We uh, we are a parasite leeching off the host of Mother parasite. Earth. Parasite. That's a better word. Um, and I had I'd re- I'd gotten to a not an argument but a debate with somebody uh, at a party uh, a couple years ago, a good friend of mine. And he was just like, I think that we came from the Earth, like arguing the point of evolution. And I was just like, I'm gonna say no, <laughs> because when you come from something, you don't actively destroy something. You don't take from it. You enhance it or evolve it. Mm-hmm. You know. So I, I argued that my my point of the debate was like we we came from another planet. Like the human race is is, is alien mm-hmm. to Mother Earth, but we just came here because we fucked up our last planet, probably Mars. Oh, you know, I never even thought about that. We came but here to because we destroyed our home planet and we're just going to keep bouncing around through the solar system, fucking yeah. up and fucking up until the end of time, whenever oh, that is. That's an interesting one. But my, my, uh, my initial counter-argument to yours is that I think some people do know why why we are here and i and I, I like to think that i know and it's very it's a very cliche hippie thing to say but <laughs> we are here for one purpose and one purpose only and that is to fucking love mm-hmm. yeah. if we can't we can't love everybody then love your family love your friends that is there's no better thing in the world than it's been like dude and love you bro absolutely you know? you know, like absolutely I, I think that is the sole purpose i think that is the the only reason, if you believe in God, that God put us here was that we are to have this human terrible experience to figure out that despite the the chips are down, there's so much pain, agony in the world that we are still supposed to gather with each other and be like, dude, I love you. I hope you have a good day. Absolutely. No, uh-huh. I believe that as well. I believe that as well. I uh, uh, That's something my, my priest always tells me when I come up with these. Are you religious? I am. What? I am Serbian Eastern Orthodox Christian. Wow. What? So Serbian as in the country, mm-hmm. Serbia. Eastern mm. versus Western. See, this is what bothers me with Christianity. The different sects, you know, because like how many versions of the Bible have there been? Oh, yeah. So yeah. many. Absolutely. Y- you know, um, it's like I, I've def- I've actually, I don't want to say denounced my atheism, but like I no longer consider myself an atheism like just in the last couple of years. Uh, fucked up that word but whatever <laughs> just in the last couple of years i've like reconnected with with god you know <laughs> it's just i don't know what i believe because i uh you know i like i like reading about religion a lot oh yeah uh big fan of buddhism and i've gone through most of the bible torah and fucking not all of the quran but it's all kind of the same book <laughs> it's it's i mean the main the main thought is to love actually so yep you're right there um i i we do believe in one one God, but I kind of understand that it probably he does it or he or she does not look anything like us. And when he made us in his image, it might mean something completely different. Right. Um, you know, he he could be a an absolute scary ball of energy that is terrifying, but also is is uh, we are part of that. You know, and it's it's kind of it's very cool to think about. You know, angels aren't these tiny little babies; they're 
badass as fuck. I'm just to quote my priest. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. No, I think it's not exactly what we think it is. I think it's it's absolutely much larger and something that we don't know until we die. Yeah. You know. Now, do you do do you believe in the heaven and hell aspect? Um, I do. Or um, now the way that I think of, and now it, it heaven, it, eternal life. I believe in eternal life. Yes. Um, hell, n- not exactly the fiery pit that it's made out to be, but more of it not existing anymore, um, and not eternal life, just being pushed away from God. Well, in uh, well, like our homie Alan Watts, and specifically in that song, uh, it's not Headbang, Jesus Christ, uh, Subtronics and Ganja White Knight, Headband, 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 not Headbang. It's just <laughs> like you know, you know, once you die, you can just know you can't have a, a nothing experience. It has to be something similar to the experience right. that you previously just had. Right. You know, so it's like part of me wonders if this is the hellscape, and to get out of the hellscape, you got to go through like certain enlightenment trials to like. That's what like what I kind of like about Buddhism is just like you live each lifetime over and over and over again until you figure it out. Like right. have you seen Midnight Gospel, mm-hmm. yep. the episode in the existential prison, yep. where it's just like the guy just keeps trying to get out and fucks himself up, dies, gets put right back yep. in until eventually he figures it out. And what's he yep. do to get out of the existential prison? Pulls everybody out with him. Yep. You know, it's a lot of a lot of. A lot of trippy symbolic stuff in there, man. I love that show. <laughs> yeah, I love that show. Duncan Trussell is a madman. I love every second of it. Absolutely. Like, uh, I think the first time I ever really, like, I've always heard about Duncan Trussell. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big Joe Rogan fan, but I never, like, saw him, never heard anything from him until that episode that they did um, kind of, like, at the start of the pandemic. Uh, and he's just like, yeah, I was just doing a shit ton of ketamine reading the King James Bible. I was like, all right, who is this guy? <laughs> who is this guy? I need, a, I need to learn some more <laughs> stuff about this man because that is something. Who does that? Who's like, I'm going to get rocked off K and then read scripture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, uh, I I do like that show a lot. I haven't listened to him directly besides that show, um, which I should get into, I guess. Um, but I really like the episode where uh, his mother, his mother episode, like where they're going through this birth and life and, and loss and gain and rebirth and all of that and... And uh, that's the episode where I learned how to meditate, actually. <laughs> that's how I learned. I learned through yoga. Yeah. I can't do meditation very often. Mm-hmm. I feel like it because it's, I make excuses of why I can't do it, but a lot, it's, it's, there's a lot of noise up here. Uh, know, yeah. There's a lot of fucking, it's a, it's a never ending pong game of just. Absolutely. No, it's, and, and, you know, I, I guess, I guess maybe I have meditated with yoga because there are sometimes when I leave yoga feeling high. Yeah. Like absolutely just the stoned and high. colors are just light, brighter vibrant. and vibrant and just beautiful. Like and honestly, post good trip glow. Mm-hmm. You're just like. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude. Exactly that. Yeah. But then I try to transfer it to home and I just, I couldn't. But uh, in this episode, it was it was the part where she holds his hands and says, "Feel inside your hands and feel the energy and what does it feel like?" And he said, "Like like a shock or something." And 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 uh, that's how that's how I fall asleep at night. Actually, 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah, because that was the first time, like, because I remember like, I was pretty stoned watching that episode, and I was just like, I'm just going <laughs> to do this. I'm just going to do this on the couch. I was literally right there. <laughs> yep. And uh, it was crazy. Like, it yeah. was like a mini little psychedelic episode yeah. I just had by myself. Yeah. Just, just vibing on the couch a little Once. while. But I mean, oh, dude, we really opened up a can of worms with this, with this whole religious aspect. <laughs> Is that okay? Absolutely, dude. Cool. Oh my, God, I'm all, I'm all about cool. this type of shit. Word. Um, I don't like to impose anything on anybody. Same. Because uh, uh, we don't know, we don't, we don't know exactly how everything works, and and what is greater than us. We don't understand it, and when 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 we try to impose it on someone, it doesn't turn out well anyway. Um, so you know, find. Check out everything is what I what I recommend. You know, my my church is awesome. My church is so cool. Uh, orthodoxy means ancient or uh, original, so uh, it is it is considered the original uh, religion of Eastern Europe or of uh, yeah uh, Yugoslavia and uh, Italy and all of the surrounding areas, um, and the Catholic Church broke off and uh we won't get into that but it's it's the church services are beautiful the the iconography on the walls is beautiful they're just redoing the church our church and there's it just icons of saints in byzantine style all over the church i love like i've even just like in my like peak atheism i've always loved the architecture Mm -hmm. inside churches and then i'll never forget this um, I was talking to my to my grandpa when I was in high school, and I was talking about because like you know we gr- we grew up Christian you know, mm-hmm. and, and I was like telling him I was just like dude I just I don't don't believe in the Bible I don't believe in God like I don't think none of it makes sense historically speaking like blah blah, blah. and then he, and I was just like I don't know like I even I even brought up like the the medieval times or the dark ages where Roman Catholicism was really running rampant and just kind of fucking everything up. For like science in general, you know that's why they called it the Dark Ages. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, and he was just like, you know, he we were always Christian or at least believers, but like we were never like, boy, mm-hmm. God's looking out for you every day. You got to say <laughs> your prayers to Jesus. You know, we were never like that. But he was just like, despite what you may think, like something that these people at this point in time in history there was something about it that they saw that was able to bring them this architecture this yeah. like the, the Sistine Chapel you know like, absolutely um, and, and like that, that always stuck with me I was just like huh you got a you got a point there old fart mm-hmm. technology yeah. it's the, the technology is, is taking that away from us yes it has and that's funny because something I just saw a tweet on Twitter <laughs> Twitter on Twitter and it was uh, phones have ruined creativity because inst- ev- instead of putting that time and dedication into drawing or writing or f- composing music, they're stunt scrolling, mm-hmm. scrolling. Yep. You know, it's very sad. Yep. And I'm guilty of it. Oh, we're all yeah, guilty of it. Because <laughs> like, I would love to get back to the point of just like flip phones, or because like, mm-hmm. but I really don't miss T9 texting. No. <laughs> I really, no. I really love having I a GPS. I love having a swipe where I can, I don't have to pick up my fingers to to type a word. I can yeah. just swipe back and forth, and it's like, yes, this is what you meant, or no, this is this is not what you meant. Do you like conspiracies? <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, dude, fuck. 
<laughs> we're gonna have to do another episode. We're, we're gonna. We just have to like, cut some things out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do any editing because as soon as I start digging around with this, I'm bound to fuck something up. But, um, but my one of my. More recent conspiracy is just like every technological uh, like advance in the last thirty years has been used to enslave human enslave people. Because mm-hmm. like, remember when? I mean, we don't remember, but like, remember when people would have a job and they couldn't call you unless you were at home, mm-hmm. and like, and then what happened? Pagers. You're like, ah, shit, gotta, uh, gotta get no, to a gotta go. Let me, let me go find then, the phone. And then, oh, uh, well, now we have a portable phone that plugs into your car. You're like, so <laughs> now if you're in the car, we can get you then. Yep. Well, and then it was the cell phone, and it was a brick, and sometimes, like, you could uh, easily <laughs> say, reception sucks, dude. I can't, you know, whatever. Yeah. But now, dude, it's at, like, yep. I'll never forget. Like, uh, my, I blew up my truck's engine uh, coming back from uh, a mic a couple years ago. And I texted my boss. It was like one o'clock in the morning, so I was just like, "Lab, ah, sorry, dude, not coming in. <laughs> like, truck's dead. And, like, I'm stuck in E-town <laughs> for the time being." And he calls me like eight times at like nine o'clock in the morning. He's like, "You gotta get your ass in here after your fire." Like, he's going <laughs> off. I'm just like, "Damn." Well, I guess I'm going to work. But if I didn't have a phone, that never would have happened. He just <laughs> well, I also wouldn't have been able to just tell him. Well, I guess I could have <laughs> called him from the house from, phone. Yeah. But either way, it was just like we're just constant like constantly at each other's fingertips mm-hmm. and it's like i don't know about about you but like sometimes i don't feel like talking to family you know and i love my family very much mom dad grandmothers i love you guys very much they all listen to this but sometimes <laughs> i don't feel like fucking talking <laughs> my my mom specifically is the worst with this where it's like if i don't answer once text message mm-hmm. don't answer the text message within 20 minutes another phone call mm-hmm Face time. I'm just like, ah, <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you want doing shit? <laughs> My family's pretty great about everything. You know, they'll call once or, you know, if, if somebody's sick in the hospital, that's when I get the calls, like yeah. like multiple calls, texts, all of that. Um, but they're pretty good about, oh, hey, you didn't answer my texts. You'll get back to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um but then my dad's side of the family completely different. <laughs> we don't talk. We don't call each other unless I need help with something or somebody died. Yeah, it's never just like, hey, how you doing? And like I'm guilty <laughs> of it too because like we all get caught up in our day to day lives. Yeah. We're just like, we don't think like, well, I got a free thirty minutes. Uh, let's call grandma. Right. You know, and it's just like uh, this is this is a fine example of why I'm a piece of shit great grandson. Um, I drive past my great grandma every day, multiple times a day because she works right down the street from my shop. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't see her ever. And like just randomly the other the other month now, the other month now after she got out of the hospital, I was just like, I got some time. I'm going to pop in and see Graham. It's the last time I've seen her. It was like just turned 93. I wasn't even make it to her 93rd birthday party because of fucking COVID. Mm-hmm. But yep. it's it's you know, life is life is busy, hectic. This always. is why we got to go back. To the family compound idea. <laughs> is, I genuinely want this. I've been talking to my girlfriend nonstop about this. I'm like, one day we're going to own a fat fo- plot of land, entirely self-sufficient, and just have your parents, my parents, and like as long as they're alive, grandparents <laughs> and great-grandparents. Yeah. You know, like, and then we're just all going to fucking, like, uh, if, if you're a fan of Naruto, we're going to clan Uchiha the shit out of life. 
<laughs> I think that's I think that's what we're what we're supposed to do. Just like because like there's nothing better than being having a like a tight knit family. I th- I think. I mean, originally it was like that. I mean, it it did did early humans leave tribes to go to other ones? No, because that was death. No, yeah, exactly. Like exactly. The, the entire family model was based uh, on on survival. Exactly. You know, that's why you had a farm. You know, yeah. like that's where the the traditional masculine. Uh, elements come from where mm-hmm. it's just like you know it is a man's job to build and raise a farm mm-hmm. and then you have kids with a wife to help you raise the farm and everybody has their own duties like and like while you're not supposed to subscribe to gender norms or whatever mm-hmm. like they were there for a reason and they got us up to, to this point for so far you mm-hmm. know for so dude I can't talk today <laughs> but yep no it's it, it is it is absolutely I don't know. I just like the. Uh, I feel like some toxic masculinity is good for people. I do. I do think. I do think that. Because hmm. like, oh, uh, but not like. I'm not saying <laughs> that uh, femininity is weak. But there, there need. I feel like some people need physical strength within their life. And if there's zero physical strength, and that idea per, uh, permeates throughout the rest of the culture. Does that inherently make us as a country weak? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like these are just a yeah. So I think about. I mean, that's understandable. Absolutely, I, I think I have a little bit of toxic masculinity. Everybody <laughs> needs a little bit of toxic mas- masculinity, man or woman. You need to, you need you need to have a little bit of douchebag in you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I look like a Mr. Steady girl all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm liking the uh, the fresh fade and uh, fat diamond stud earrings you got going on, snapbacks and tattoos, right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's cool. That's cool. You're religious. Not too many people in the in the, in the scene are. A, lo- a lot of a lot of Buddhists, a lot of agnostics, a lot of atheists. Mm-hmm. But uh, not too many full blownsies Christians. Is your husband a Christian as well? He converted uh, before we got married, not because of me, but because he is probably a better Orthodox than I am. You, sh- you showed him the light, dude. Like That's so cool. It's beautiful to see him in church. I love it. I love it. He's he's just so at peace and calm, and it's lovely. So, yeah. I uh, I I nitpick sermons. Mm-hmm. I nitpick sermons so like because uh, that's another thing with. Uh, at least some churches around here. If like if I if you're talking about something that I've read and I have a thorough a better analysis than you do, I'm fucking. I'm just like you don't know shit. You should not be talking about <laughs> this right now. <laughs> like I went to my sister's baptism and the the uh, the priest was like just absolutely fumbled through a what a communion was, b what the reason of baptism was. I'm just like dude, like how did <laughs> how how are you a priest for this many years and like you still need to look at your notes for a, a regular ass baptism? Oh like, goodness, oh goodness, very oh. very nitpicky. My uh, my priest is, is incredibly intelligent and calms me down when I have conspiracy theories and I come to him with this like is is the credit card in the wrist the devil's number is that the 666 and he's like probably not marina wait probably not credit card <laughs> in the wrist so re- uh, remember back in early covid when they were going to that somebody somebody said something about all of your money transactions being like scannable oh, in yeah. your scannable in your arm that that 
scared me because I like to think about things and then I like to take it way out of control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. Tell me about it. <laughs> yep. So I come to him with all sorts of things like, Father, what about this? And he's like, Okay. Cool thought. But let's bring it back in. Let's 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 just everybody should just love each other. <laughs> now <laughs> has I don't know I don't know uh who you follow on Twitter, but I see a lot of uh die hard anti vaxxers because it is uh it is the the devil's mark. It's a, and you know I think that was the same the same uh, calm down that I got about the cashless or the uh, cardless payment where that's probably not it. It's probably not it. I mean I I we won't get too much into vaccines um, and whether or not I am or am not, um, but I I believe you should. Do whatever you want, but also this is going to end up like the flu where there are going to be variants forever and ever. Mm -hmm. And maybe the earth is just purging itself. Understandably so. You know, and not to say that we should just let it happen because we should try to try to combat it. Because if we are truly a parasite, let's combat it because that's our job. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I'm 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 totally whatever you think about it. Um, but you know, I don't get a flu shot now. So if these booster shot things come become, I don't know. I, it's, it's so hard to get into this without everybody hating or, or half of the people hating you. Right. So I am, I am not disclosing anything. No, that's fair. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm very anti vaccine mandate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you feel like you need to get it, go get it. Mm-hmm. But we've we knock on very dangerous doors historically speaking once mm-hmm. the government's like you have to do this oh yeah like when, since when has any government at any point in history been like we mandate all of this and had it been for the better right never nope never nope. And, and then the the con- constant political polarization between vax anti-vax in-betweeners like and it i see reasons why People on the left come to the right, and I see why people on the right go to go toward to the left. And like, we're, I feel like uh, I remember during the Trump presidency and the election, it should be we're talking about the the silent majority, mm-hmm. where it's just like I have beliefs on this side, I have beliefs on this side, but I don't want to be judged by either side because they're both fucking crazy, right? You know, and I feel like I feel like a lot of a lot more people reside in that area, similarly with the vaccines, as they would political ideas and affiliations. Mm-hmm. And it's just it, it's very frustrating because we are supposed to be the United States of America. And I argue, I'd argue that we are more divided than the Civil War. We're just fucking too busy with our lives to be like, I'm going to shoot you for your fucking beliefs, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, isn't it every 200 years a government is not overthrown, but either overthrown anarch anar- anarchy yeah. anarchy two, two to 250 years <laughs> for an empire to fall. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So it's 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 We're getting close. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And give it up for President G, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's a, that's that's my biggest, my actual biggest fear oh. is a complete communist China takeover because yeah. America's is in fucking shambles. Yeah. Because they already own half the country, mm-hmm. if not more. Yep. Because like what. Major business does not do business with China. We have fucking movie stars apologizing for calling Taiwan a country because of Hollywood ties to China Mm -hmm. and the funding that it gets. It's just like as much as 
connectivity between the people across the planet is important and it is good, it gets a little dicey. And we're seeing that now when when there's billions and trillions of dollars at stake and when certain people have all the power and have all the money. Like, de- like manufacturing used to be like an American pride, an American project, you know. But now, because people want to save 10 bucks per item... They ship it overseas where they could sell it, send it for or make it for fucking pennies. Yep. Pennies on the dollar. And I love capitalism. I love freedom. And like it makes sense. But at the same point, like I think that a lot of these uh, laws, acts and passes were very short sighted at the time of implement like implementation. Like, yeah, it was it was a short help then. But now we're starting to see the long term side effects of years of zero manufacturing in America and, and, and shell shocking everybody in China with like with workload alone, you know? Absolutely. I don't know. No, it's it's right. I don't know. I think I think we do need help, but it's I don't know. We need to unplug. We need to unplug <laughs> full circle. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fucking high five on that one, dude. <laughs> Like, there's nothing wrong with separation, you know, intermittent separation. It's like it's like a diet, intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. There's a certain time where you connect. There's a certain time you don't connect. And Mm -hmm. it's just like that's when you're with your thoughts and you're being creative and you're making dope art or you're making a great joke or you're making a great piece of music, you know. Right. A badass podcast. This is a good podcast. We did unplug. We did unplug. Well, we plugged too far si- in. I don't know. By simultaneously being plugged <laughs> in, like we really look like your your uh, your your painting right now a little bit. Like, we got we got the cords coming out of our heads and shit. We're closed, by the way. Yes, for anybody yes, who we can't are. See. We are closed. <laughs> I promise. Now the girl in the corner, different story. Um, no, just kidding. But yeah, dude, we are already at an hour and a half. Oh wow! Yeah. Cool. Is that usually how the, for how long they run? Yeah, usually. Good. Cool. Now, have you listened to any of these before? It's okay. You can say no. I've listened to one. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Because I got a shout out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, I like to end on positive affirmations. All right. Yeah. What you got? I'm a fucking I don't know. I, I <laughs> no. Sorry. Sorry. No, Let's great. be serious that, here for that's a second. A, that's a great positive affirmation. Not everybody feels like they're badass. Um, I am the way that I am. That's a good aff- affirmation, right? I am the way that I am. I am creative. I am a messenger, as we all should be. Um, and I am an entertainer. I like. I am, oh, I'm messing it up now. I am. Yeah, that's dope. That was a good one. That was that. uh, I love this. Honestly, the positive affirmations part of the podcast is my favorite because it allows me to like get into somebody's brain uh, like differently. Yeah. Than a normal conversation would because like. Everybody's positive affirmation is different, especially when I got comedians on here. Like I've had like two, two or three people come over like "fuck bitches, get money." I'm just like, all right, so you just don't have anything prepared, which is okay, you know. <laughs> right. But it's just like when like like you and then um, oh shit, who was it? 
Oh, yeah, Jamal. It was fucking Jamal. Uh, his was something along the lines of, like, be whoever you need to be, but then be who you are going to be or something something mm-hmm. along those lines. I, I'm totally butchering that. Jesus <laughs> Christ. But whatever whatever he said, I was just like, that was dope. Heck yeah. Um, but it, you can kind of you can you can kind of see like just how people think about things. Yeah. You know, and like because you can get a sense of like who somebody is from a conversation, but you can't always understand the thought process. Process, but I look at these uh, positive affirmations. You can kind of you can see where the patterns are a little bit. Because huh. the human experience is a very complex web of things. And it's it's so different from one person to the next. And it's all based entirely on made-up or not made-up perception. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Yeah, we're gonna we're definitely going to have to do this again. You're cool as cool. shit. Cool. Yeah, you're cool as shit. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. I would love to. Hell yeah. I'm doing a, doing a big conspiracy episode with, uh, with Vance and mm. his boy Joe down in... Uh, uh, I think he's out of Virginia. Ooh. But yeah, I'm very excited for that. Very cool. <sighs> Conspiracies took my life for four year, four and a half <laughs> years, dude. I went. Oh yeah, <laughs> I went deep down. as I could get. I hope. Like uh, that, and that's honestly <laughs> what kind of led me to reestablishing my connection with God, because like <laughs> I was just like, you can't be hearing all these stories of satanic child abuse and being like and writing it off when there's a lot of detailed information out there where like a six-year-old kid really shouldn't be making up you know no exactly it's just like and if they're if they're be- if they're believing in one thing that usually means that the other thing's there and mm-hmm. it's a mess i guess it is the human experience is a mess absolutely but hey we're in this mess together Ooh. yeah all right uh you want to plug socials websites um yes i have a complicated last name everybody um so my Facebook is just at Radonovich.art. Radonovich is spelled R-A-D-A-N-O-V-I-C. And you're going to put that on the uh, in the caption, correct? Yes. All right. Yes. So Radonovich.art. And then Instagram is at Marina.Radonovich. Uh, and my email, if you want it, just reach out to me and I'll, you know. You just want me to put this stuff in, yeah, the, in the bio? Yeah, please do. Okay. Please do. Thank you. All right, cool. Well, all right, dude. Thank you for coming on. This has been a blast. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it was really cool. I'm very excited to do another one in the future. Heck, yeah. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, Beaten Wars only another episode in the books. See ya.